These are the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv riffing, callers some sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest people I know. Hello, world, and welcome to the Funniest People I Know podcast and radio show. I'm here in Atlanta coming to you live. Oh, my God, we're not live. Uh, you had it right uh, last week. Uh, <laughs> short-lived. I thought we got it right finally. <laughs> uh, I'm in the studio today with a very talented bunch of funny people. Who we got here? I'm yeah. George, and I've never eaten wedding cake. Oh, that's so unfortunate. And okay. it looks like you won't get to either, huh, George? I guess not. Why? I don't know. I guess what do you know, know, Will? I guess he's going to murder me after this. George is going to be in Italy for my wedding. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm missing. Are you going to have a cake? Yeah, but guess what? You both get to try some. Yay! You're inviting them to the tasting? You know, family and all that's going to be at the boring part. You guys mm-hmm. just get to come to the fun part at the house Turn after. Up. I was worried that wouldn't be invited. We, I don't know why. It. I was like, we're probably going to make it a small thing. We mentioned know. it on the radio. I, the, I feel like you aren't cool like that. Though. Exactly. You know? The morning is a small thing. Yeah. The nighttime thing is oh. just going to be basically a rager with all our favorite Ooh. people. Yeah. So. You are such a groomzilla. You <laughs> took the word wedding cake and you're like, me. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a lemon icebox cheesecake. Oh, lemon yeah. Icebox. Oh, I Lily see. Bad and bougie. Yeah. The words of the Migos. Uh, oh, okay. And then another kind, too. It's going to be great. Oh, so. right. well, I'll make sure I have delicious cake in Italy that day. Oh, 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 wow. <laughs> the gelato over there. Oh, I'll have a gelato. <laughs> Can't get the crystal meth cupcakes. Yes, no. <laughs> Maybe we are. Maybe we are. <laughs> no, That's unfortunate wedding. That'll be our little, what do they call it? The, yeah. Just the little one that the bride and groom. Yeah. Just going to yeah. be the, a Whitney cake cupcake. Topper. Yeah, just oh be like, God. give me the cupcakes, but not the ones Whitney Houston has. Like. <laughs> I'm sure they get the order like that every yeah. day. I'm sure. Planning a wedding is, I've never experienced it before because this is only my third marriage. And <laughs> the first two Congrats. times didn't count. They were in a playground in Westchester Elementary School. Mm, there was no officiant and it didn't work My out. My third wife. No though. paperwork. Uh, no paperwork. No, it was it was a kind of on the fly thing. But I always hear people say, oh, my wedding's so stressful. And I would sort of judge them a little bit. Like, come on, how hard can it be? It's tough. I'm doing it. There are so many millions of little micro decisions that you have to make. Do we want the linens that are a taupe or an eggshell? Things yeah. that truly I don't care about. Uh, yeah. Yet have it's to a, be made. You have to decide. You can't they just have I don't care. To. Did you, you yell that just... in a store? Did you just have like a meltdown? It's like, I don't care. I mean, I'm kind of experiencing it right now. You know? Mm-hmm. We'll be here for it. Well, okay, we're going to have a savory and a sweet option, but do you want half mini quiches or a quarter ham and cheese croissant? I don't, you know, I just was trying to throw a nice wedding. I'm in a similar situation of planning right now. You're getting married? I am. Oh, I am. Are you announcing oh. it? Does he know? We're on the fence. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I'm marrying someone and I'm planning this wedding. <laughs> Who's standing next to you me? You need to show up on this day. Yes. Picking food. That was the big decision we just made. Thinking of all the foods, I don't even know what type of food I like. Do I like breakfast? Maybe oatmeal? Do I want to serve 50 guest oatmeal? No. no. That's not reception food. <laughs> Lisa, can I have some more? Everyone gets a bowl of Cheerios. <laughs> 
first of all, be so disappointed. Just a slop of porridge. <laughs> and like, no condiments, nothing to go on top, no cinnamon, no pecan, just school. Just like. an old lady with a pot. <laughs> We're having this Oliver-themed wedding. I, I would love it and hate it at the same time. Oh, that would be nice, though. If it's Oliver-themed, you could tell people to come dressed up. Like, like a poor orphan? <laughs> yes. Put some cinders on your face. Well, and just I love a good theme. Don't bring your wallet. Don't so pick your pocket. Glad. I'm so there. I'm so there. <laughs> You've now invited yourself to I this I love a themed wedding, though. I'm, like, all down this for Dickinson it. This Dickinson wedding. I'm yeah. so excited. The Oliver Twist wedding is kind of a great idea. I know yeah. all the songs. I can do, in I can this lead life, it. one thing like, counts well, in the no, bank. Lots okay, now it's a gay wedding. <laughs> wow, well, congratulations. You're marrying a gay man. Uh, when are you going to be getting married? Do you know? Do you have yeah, a date? Yeah, we're in April, April the 6th. Did oh, you know nice. we're June 9th? No, I saw it on your page, and I was like, this is the thing. So, yeah, I was going to ask you. Well, the invitations haven't really gone out. We did a few save the dates for out-of-town people. We're still sort of figuring out the details. But anyways, you so you get it. It's annoying with the micro-decisions. It's so hard. No, it's crazy. Romance is in the air. Two of us are getting married. George is already married. So, mm-hmm. TJ, you're the only single member. Yeah. Does, how does that make you feel? That was my intro line, too. I'm TJ. I'm single. I'm ready to Pringle. Um, <laughs> says that. I worked on it This for is an why hour. you're single. Because right. <laughs> once they pop, they don't stop. No, yeah. I don't know. Well, that's better. That's much better. <laughs> yeah. You should have Alexandra Wingman for you. Oh, I'm just it. saying. You'd be married by yes. April 9th. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, we go to a lot of gay bars, but nothing good happens. <laughs> I think it's your problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'm Alexandria Sweat, and I'm trying soft and juicy mango pills for the first time today. You're welcome. Pills? Are they pill- uh, like peels? Like peels. Oh. I'm from Kentucky. Midwesterns don't speak, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's funny if you ever said like... Sorry to generalize Midwesterns. <laughs> we don't do that. You're making her defend her snacks. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a list for us, buddy? I do. The worst gifts to give your Valentine this Valentine's Day and we're just gonna go right down the list first off a weight scale of gym membership or makeup are you stupid (laughs) (laughs) second is a house plant a relationship is enough maintenance and now you have an extra thing to take care of next (laughs) (laughs) the movie Gotti with John Travolta on (laughs) it is truly terrible a gift card unless it's Starbucks or Amazon a Hallmark card, unless it comes with a gift. You also don't want to give them diarrhea. A coupon book. You're not 12. <laughs> Household clean products. One time my dad gave my mom a vacuum cleaner the second year in a row. It wasn't pretty. It sucked out the passion. <laughs> Sorry, dude, it wasn't the vacuum. <laughs> no, uh, Let's not blame the vacuum. <laughs> it could easily be debated. Alcohol, unless it's champagne and there's a diamond ring in it. Candy, unless it's a box of chocolates and there's a diamond ring inside. Or a stuffed animal, unless it's a cute, adorable bear with a diamond ring inside. <laughs> a snake, a tarantula, or a framed picture of yourself, which all go without explaining. A toilet seat, <laughs> unless it's cushioned or a bidet, because those things are awesome. Um, and it's just so nice. Yeah. It's such a weird Valentine <laughs> to give to someone. <laughs> a cushioned toilet seat is like the best thing. Have you ever had one? I've been to a grandmother's house. That's why they have them, because they're smart and wise. Anything you should be purchasing together, like a dog, a car, or a house, or a child. Don't do mm. that. Yeah. You shouldn't be <laughs> just purchasing just, children, just yeah. putting that out there. Yes. <laughs> or like adopt. You can purchase a child that way. Well, I will That's... pay for it if you give Lily a toilet seat <laughs> yes. for her Valentine's Please. Day and video it. I would actually enjoy a bidet. 
Yeah. That's none of my business. Those feel nice. <laughs> you know, I'd always wanted to try a bidet, and I didn't in Europe just because the occasion never happened. The first time I tried a bidet. Use the Is that ever an appropriate occasion? <laughs> Every summer for the last several years, I'd been a river hippie where I go guide whitewater boats on the Nantahala. Mm-hmm. And it was in the outhouse that we share where I first tried a bidet because one of the hippies installed one, and I didn't know about it. And so you sit down, and it was a nice shot of cold mountain stream water that night. You'll never go to the bathroom the same way again, man. Not today. I don't like surprises. Keep it. The water has to be warm, is kind of my thoughts at this point. I disagree with alcohol. I think alcohol without diamonds is a good gift. And actually, I think putting diamonds in the alcohol is a choking hazard. No, I was concerned about that. I'm so glad you mentioned that, because I kept thinking... They're famously sharp. Some people do it. I don't know. They and then the they go to the emergency room. Right. When they propose and they pour in the glass. And right. there's also so many stories yeah. that follow that scenario where they have choked on uh, the diamond ring. So that's yeah. how it becomes a blood diamond. It's exactly. That's the source. <laughs> We're so interested, TJ, in your advice about Valentine's Day, your lists, anything. And I think we've had a couple of listeners write us for Ask TJ. Are you ready to field some questions for us? Of course, always. I've got a question here. This one is from Jim. Hey, Jim. Jimmy, I guess. Or Jimmy. I've always identified as gay, but lately I've started having feelings for my female coworker. How do I come out to her straight? Oh, my. Well, you're not straight, right? If you are gay, so you're bisexual? Everyone's staring at me like I'm... You have to determine Jimmy's <laughs> sexual orientation. I think he's bi. I don't know. He can just come out as so bi. So he should just come out to her as bi? Yeah. Mm. I feel like that's smoother, right? Specifically, how should he do it? When should he do it? What oh, should he say? Yeah. Think so details, details, details. Okay. Yes. Not yes, at yes, work, yes. Jimmy. Um, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Time's up on that. This is TJ gives advice. <laughs> I think Sorry. he should do it at work. <laughs> <laughs> just, just come in and put your bag down and be like, Marie... I'm bisexual. And just like yell it. Just let it out. You'll feel so free. Kind of in a sing song <laughs> way. Like in a exactly. Well, what is Marie saying to all this? I just feel mm-hmm. as though Marie's going to be like, I mean, that's great. I'm so glad that you I'm are. Married. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, My husband true. for 60 years. True. Oh, gosh. That's I don't know. True. She Isn't might this think a conversation ha- first? I don't know. I don't want to take it because you are the advice giver. Maybe he should text her. I don't know. Maybe he should text, text her conversation. Like, from, from his desk next to her. Yeah, exactly. Some She'd yes. still be all caps. So, Marie, I'm fine. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think everything's better with humor. All right, Jimmy, we think you should just come out and loud. Marie, I'm by. Loud and, and proud. <laughs> loud and proud. And then text TJ and let him know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. All right, DJ. This one is from Janet. I have a 12-year-old cat who spends all day sleeping, and I think she needs a friend. Oh, my. But how do I know if my cat is responsible enough to take care of a kitten? Oh, hmm. That's a good question. I think you should get the cat a child first, and then see (laughs) if she can take care of that, and then get the Because if she doesn't clean the baby's litter box, she'll never clean the kitten's litter box. That's what I always say. Famously. Exactly. Like the old saying goes. Mm -hmm. Great advice. Yeah. Okay, this last one is, well, I guess he didn't give his name. Dear TJ, I'm cheating on my wife with Uh, her sister. How do I tell her? You don't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, plain and simple. Alexandria, what are your thoughts? Oh, goodness. Pray tell. This is so scandalous. Wait, what did you say? Pray tell? I did. Oh, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Say it more. Is that what you should say? Pray tell. Pray tell. I'm sleeping with your sister. That is your catchphrase forever now. I love it.
I like it. I take it. So yeah. your catchphrase is pray tell. Pray and his tell. Is, give say. the cat a baby first and see if it cleans up after <laughs> before giving it a kitten. <laughs> yeah. yours. Yes. yes. Okay. I agree. Don't mm-hmm. say anything. Just just keep having the affair in yep. silence. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Things are better left unsaid. Okay. Yeah, well, that's the that language he Valentine's advice by TJ. Mm-hmm. Have your affairs in secret. Yeah, that's right. Oh, no, you're supposed to say pray tell. Pray tell. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What is this, the Real Housewives Yes. Now? Yeah, you know, yeah. he's scripting you. Right. <laughs> and I take over the city by saying pray tell. <laughs> Turns around the peach. Yes. No, TJ. I would be all on board. I would be your biggest fan. I would create a fan account on Twitter. Right, it called at pray tell. Like dash Alexandria. You should do that anyway. Yeah, I will. Exactly. Pray tell Alexandria, why don't you review (laughs) a movie for us? Last week we talked about Razzies and these nominations for the Razzies. And I had to review The Happy Time Murders. How did you like that? You are happy to? Nice. I was, well, I don't know if I was happy to. It's so funny that I had to review it because this is my third time trying to watch it. And I actually got (laughs) through it this time because I had to. The first two times I fell asleep because I was like, "Mm, this would have been funny 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. That's what I kept thinking watching this movie. And so many of my favorites were in the movie from Maya Rudolph, Elizabeth Banks, Melissa McCarthy. We all love Melissa McCarthy. Exactly. So I guess if you don't know, The Happy Time Murders is basically Brian Henson, probably of the Jim Henson family. Yeah, his brother, yeah. Thank you, TJ. <laughs> TJ always on those facts I've for seen, me. I've read the Wikipedia page. Yeah. <laughs> his brother. It Was the producer or director of this one? I think he was the producer. Yes. Yeah. Look at Wiki TJ over here. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, I don't like, the Wi-Fi. Can we hashtag that Wiki TJ? Yeah. I don't know if it'll fit with a whole cat <laughs> as well. <laughs> The concept of them in this buddy cop film and the puppets against the humans and they're not living well together. And there's these murders of the happy time puppets. Mostly I thought the jokes were very, what inappropriate thing can we do with a puppet? And we're going to make it happen. If it was out there, they did it with a puppet. After so long, you're just like, okay. <laughs> mm, it's not funny anymore. I got it. Yeah. And I was just so sad because once again, all of my favorites are in this yeah. movie. Uh-huh. When I saw the um, first trailer for it, I was like, oh, that looks a lot of fun. I'm totally going to see it. And then it got to the scene, I guess, that's incredibly graphic. Oh, yes. And we can't even, I guess, describe on the mm-hmm. radio without being thrown Just off. check out the movie. Yeah, or don't. Uh, right. Yeah, or just watch the trailer. Does it involve exactly. a Silly String? Yeah, it involves Silly String yeah. as a different... If you watch the fluid. Red Band trailer, you will know exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And... Um, I knew that I didn't need to see it after that. <laughs> no, like, I don't need to see that. That's the movie in a nutshell. It just is more of that, and it keeps happening. I just think you can only do it so many times. Mm. Avenue Q came out in 2003, and that was, whoa, racy yeah. puppets mm-hmm. at the time. And then Hand to God mm-hmm. came out, I don't know, sometime in the mid... I saw that. 2002, oh, yeah, which is great. Really and that weird. puppet... Mm-hmm is kind of graphic as well. So I think you're right. I think it's kind of a tired concept. Yeah. yeah Avenue you... Q's leaving Broadway. <gasps> mm-hmm. uh, yes, yeah. Yeah. Soon. Had a good run. Exactly. I kept thinking about Avenue Q too while watching it. I was, man, this is missing the charm of musical theater. Maybe mm-hmm. there was some singing or some dancing right now. And just once again, such a waste of my favorite comedians. That's the worst when you have <laughs> this great cast that just squandered. All the top ones, at least the ones of the last 10, 15 years that have come up and become our comedic favorites. And I'm just like, man. 
this one is another one that has six Razzie nominations, and Melissa McCarthy's nominated for Worst Actress. Oh, yeah. She's also got an Oscar nomination right now for Best Actress. Oh, right? wow. So that's like a weird thing. And that happened yeah. to Sandra Bullock. Yeah. And when she mm-hmm. won, did. she showed up. She did. And yeah. Halle Berry, when she won yes. that next year, she brought say, hers too. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that always woman. really cool when they own it. I hope that Melissa McCarthy wins her Razzie and like, yeah. owns it. I hope she I don't does. think she's going to win an Oscar, though. Hate it for uh, her. Oh, um, no. I want to say that movie that won where she's like a journalist or something and yeah that looks good to me it's kind of like the same character in happy times at least they <laughs> look similar it's the same person it's the same person it's just they this, would like, I, I think you guys don't understand what actors are <laughs> <laughs> TJ last week's like it's John Travolta and he always looks the same yeah <laughs> he does I because know. we're <laughs> if you're not giving a Daniel Day Lewis <laughs> level or better or Meryl Streep or yeah, Meryl Streep I don't want it if you're yeah. not just throwing yourself in there. I need full-on prosthetics. (laughs) I need voice changing. Mm -hmm. I need change your all of it. Well, Mm -hmm. Christian Bale was pretty good in Vice. I keep hearing this. He becomes somebody different. That was a good movie. And despite the scathing tale of America for the last 50 some odd years there is some great comedy in the movie mm-hmm. of course because Adam McKay directed and he's really funny so I recommend it it's a great movie to see it's really funny and he really does turn into Dick Cheney and uh-huh. and not only it's not like those other movies where I feel like the actor does the imitation there's moments where he's actually acting I can tell that this person is feeling this emotion mm-hmm. and I thought that was cool but people are really stuck on that movie because it has a point of view as if other movies don't. Happy Time Murders had a point of view. Yes. Because it's about Cheney, we notice the point of view. Yeah, it seems a little more obvious to some people. Yeah, yeah. But Mm -hmm. I'm with you. Yes, it has a point of view. That was his right as the filmmaker. That was the point he was trying to make. And he made it it be awful. It would have yet a Razzie if it had no point of view. Isn't that the point of storytelling in general? You want it to have a point of view or else I might as well put something out there. Why tell the story? Right, don't tell the story. In Gaudi, it's everybody's point of view. It's everybody is where we're all getting all perspectives. Everyone's perspective. You're seeing it for everyone. I also like Steve Carell as Donald Rumsfeld. Oh, yeah. He plays Um, a great part. I didn't know that about Rumsfeld, that he was kind of bawdy and cursed a lot, apparently. It was sort of a larger-than-life character. Maybe because by the time I knew who Rumsfeld was, he was really old. Mm, and causing like, wars. Right. <laughs> that's I, I Rumsfeld. Like... That, that was his sitcom jingle. Yeah. <laughs> that's Rumsfeld. <laughs> causing a war. There he goes again. <laughs> it's now 2019. And George, you've got some words from the American Dialect Society. Go ahead and tell us about that. This is a cool thing. My husband Chris is a linguist, so every year, sometimes he's at the conference and he gets to vote on the words of the year, but when he doesn't, he still shares the list with me, and so I got to look at the list this year, and I thought it was a lot of fun, and I wanted to go over some of the words, and I was going to read them out and see if you guys could guess what the word means. Wait, Chris mm. gets to choose the word of the year? He doesn't get to choose. They don't call him and like, hey, Chris, uh, pick the word of the year. And, and he's, he's like, like, oh, and then the word of the year is, oh. <laughs> it's more like if he's at the conference, he is among the people who get to vote. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, and it's like a whole thing. Somebody in the room's always live tweeting it. I've heard about this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, that's exciting. They break it into categories. I want to go to the slang informal word of the year. Mm-hmm. What is canceled mean? Canceled. Yeah, if somebody says something's canceled. It's not going to happen. Yeah, we don't have time for it anymore. Done. Well, I think it's going to have a deeper meaning than what we already know. So I'm going to say 
if you've been canceled, I think it means you've been shut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah like R. Kelly's been canceled. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, necessary. You are uh, over. Okay, all right. Um, Big D Energy. Oh, I know. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That means you a boss. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so you got a lot of vitamin D. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a sun a lot. Hey. Like, well, who got big D energy? I had to clutch my pearl. <laughs> oh, the expression weird flex, but okay. Weird flex, but okay. I'm gonna say that is in reference to a sort of oddly posed Instagram photo. Okay. Like you're flexing your money, your cash. Yeah, like you're flexing something that nobody really cares about, but you're like... Like Improper boast. Okay, (laughs) moving on to most useful, the word hempathy, H-I-M-pathy. Is this a part of the no shade guys, but the whole toxic masculinity wave and like that's no yeah. shade toward me because I don't do it. So. Yeah, the definition is really great. A flow of sympathy <laughs> away from female victims towards the male victimizer. So it's empathy. Mm. Oh, which is very relevant to the R. Kelly situation. Oh, mm. that's true. Orbiting, standing way too close to someone you're attracted to. Ending communication with someone while still monitoring them on social media. Yeah. Oh, also guilty. Isn't that just stalking? Or are we just... We're... Voldemorting. Oh. Avoiding saying someone's name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite because I realized I am this. A girther. Oh. You guess what a girther is? I don't know. I don't I'm not going to say. Uh, is this somebody that unapologetically defends, you, you know, weigh whatever you want? A girther uh, is a person mm. who's skeptical of the president's reported height and weight. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. He looks short to oh. me. <laughs> I'm a girther. Okay, a white-collar uh, crime. Like C-A-L-L-E-R, white-collar crime. Oh, white-collar, okay. Collar. White people calling police on black people for doing mundane things. Oh, like Barbecue Becky. Yeah, it's like Barbecue Becky. Oh, (laughs) we don't. It's a white collar crime. Oh, I love that. Yeah, stealing it. (laughs) Yes. Individual one is euphemism of the year. And I think we all know who individual one is. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think those are a lot of fun. That's great. That's great. Thanks, George. Next episode. Well, I hope that informs your vocabulary this year in 2019. Yeah, if you hear some kids saying words you don't know, like mm. girther. Uh, a special shout out mm. to all the girthers out there. Right, because that's definitely not where my mind was going with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, go away, kids. She what was are you doing that big G energy. <laughs> I told so, you. Uh, flabbergasted. I've also oh, been girl. doing a little bit of research on the internet. The news has been dismal, regardless mm-hmm. of what side you're on, the right one or the wrong one. The news has been a a sad place to often go, but we have to fight back, right? Because all that negativity influences you in a negative way. Mm -hmm. So I read some really interesting, fun, and positive news that I wanted to share and just kind of get y'all's reactions on, all right? We're going to start with this one. A baby giraffe was born in front of guests on a Disney World safari. Oh my gosh. A group of lucky Disney World guests <laughs> got to witness the birth of a giraffe while on safari in Disney's Animal Kingdom. We're thrilled to welcome the newest member of the Animal Kingdom family. Mom Mara gave birth to Masai, a giraffe calf, today around 2 p.m. on the Kilimanjaro Safari Savannah. Wrote Disney's Animal Space and Environment Facebook page, Mom and calf are bonding well and we hope to share more details soon. 
I was on the safari this morning and saw the legs poking out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Exclaimed one user. Wow. Uh, I've seen that on video, actually. Have you ever seen this? No. A giraffe be born? Yeah, it just kind of like boops out. Like, oh, it's yeah. It's really kind of like a sight. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't want to see it in person. April the giraffe had a baby, and we were all oh, watching. Oh, your old friend? Yeah, yeah, April. I remember watching that video. Did you watch it on the website? Of course. Constantly? I had it on one monitor at work while I did everything else, but I mostly watched that monitor. Wasn't mm-hmm. she overdue? It was like a whole... Oh, yeah. Thing. As the woman in the room, I feel like I should be like, like oh, this is beautiful, and like, oh, it's witnessing life in person. But I was just so traumatized from hearing the story. That's a lot in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be like, Disney, I didn't need the full tour. <laughs> like, <laughs> National Geographic, welcome to my life. <laughs> right? I wonder if people were upset. Did that inspire some interesting conversations about where babies come from? <laughs> How many little ones were on this ride? I'm trying to imagine the ride. Let's see, there's 10 rows of six. So it could have been at least 60, 70 people on the ride. Well, is a Disney ride expert, everybody, <laughs> so that's how he knows. I used to be a Disney friends. ride major yes, in college. Yes. Friends with the mouse, we'll say. I was a friend with the mouse for a little while in our oh. All right, here's another story. There's going to be a documentary about that. <laughs> friends with a mouse? Ooh, I watched that. After days spent lost in freezing rain, rescued three-year-old thanks a bear for allegedly keeping him safe. This happened to TJ. Wait, say it again? Wait, what? <laughs> A three-year-old has been rescued from being lost in the woods amidst extreme weather conditions, and he credits his survival to an unlikely friend he apparently made along the way. Casey went missing in his great-grandmother's backyard in North Carolina. He was playing outside with his two siblings. When his relative eventually called for the children to come inside, Casey was mysteriously absent. Uh The family searched the area for 45 minutes before they called 911. Mm -hmm. For the next two days, dozens of volunteers, rescue workers, law enforcement officials, drones, and FBI agents searched over a thousand acres of treacherous terrain in order to find the boy. Freezing temperatures, wind, and rain eventually forced emergency responders to call off the search and send volunteers home. Then, on Thursday night, the Craven County Sheriff's Office received a tip from a local who heard a little boy crying for his mother. The tip led rescuers 50 yards into the woods where Casey was tangled in some thorny bushes on the other side of the river. The boy was soaked, but in relatively good shape. After getting some water and reuniting him with his family, they were surprised to hear Casey say that he survived the ordeal thanks to a friendly bear that kept him safe. He is lying. (laughs) He is full of it. I was like, is it Christopher Robin? The kid. The bear. The bear's lying. He he just wants a hero medal. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I want to meet Anderson Cooper. (laughs) Even though no one is able to confirm whether this bear friend was real or imaginary, Craven County Sheriff Chip Hughes told WCTI in the interview below that it was nothing short of astonishing that such a tiny youngster was able to endure two days of freezing temperature and rain. Astonishing because it didn't happen. <laughs> like that. Child, we need facts. Yes. We need to see this bear. Bring us to your bear. I well, believe it would be an angel before I believed a bear did that. Yeah. <laughs> Is it not feasible to think that a bear might have took him into his little bear armpit and nestled that, him? That only happens at gay bars and really, like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't believe it. Not in the woods. Unless it's Winnie the Pooh or like, Charmin. That's like, what I, bear. I, yeah. I felt like we were listening to the synopsis for, like, Pan's Labyrinth or yeah, some yeah, sort of, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. He's, like, found in thistles. <laughs> right. The bear has, like, an eye on the tummy. And as he steps through this magical door in the magical freezing <laughs> forest and goes on these adventures. I'm just glad he's okay, mm. first 
and foremost, the child is safe. Oh, I think you meant the bear. Yeah. <laughs> totally. TJ is so concerned with this bear. I, don't know, I am. He, I don't know. He kind of is into him. Exactly. I see. Is, it, is the bear wearing a harness? No one has a type. I love it. Yeah. And I'm just going to read you one more. This one's just the headline. This university is recycling their bubble wrap by offering it up to their stressed out students. <laughs> This is the um, University of Bristol, which is in of sort of South Britain. <laughs> mm-hmm. I imagine they're stressed out over Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all just sitting there in the library just oh, popping bubble wrap. Uh, That's not going to solve the problem. Yeah, like, That's what I do. Teresa Mays sitting there doing that at the <laughs> end. Just like, pop, 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 She's saying, ma'am, we will let you leave if you stop popping. That's the only way they'll make a deal. Please leave. <laughs> well, uh, I hope that gives a little positivity to your life, folks. That does it for this episode of The Funniest People I Know. We broadcast Saturdays on the Georgia Radio Reading Service, and the podcast is available Sundays on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or you can ask Alexa to play The Funniest People I Know. Help us spread the word, rate, review, and subscribe. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Funniest People I Know, or you can send us an email at Funniest People I Know at Gmail. Dot com. Have yourselves a hilarious week. 